0: I, I think that's completely fine, uh, you're never going to have every single person who's going to get you, they're not going to be on the same wavelength, they're like, not going to be riding the same wave, but it's, do you know what, the beauty of that is, that's fine, because I would, like I said before, I'd never want to have that person with me because I couldn't give them what they desired. Welcome to the Yes to I Do podcast, your weekly wedding planning show hosted by Jack Brister and Chris Piercy.
1: Hi there and welcome to the Yes To I Do Wedding Planning Podcast Uh, with myself Chris Peercy and Jack Bristler. Say hello Jack. Hello. And we are joined today with our special guest Sadie Osborne. Say hello Sadie. Hello. So Jack uh, tell us a little bit about what uh, Yes To I Do is.
2: So the Yes To I Do basically is a wedding planning podcast. It's your chance to find out all the uh, ins and outs about planning your wedding from real wedding professionals. Uh, if We have a quick chat with our guest, who in this case is Sadie, uh, who's going to be talking about photography today, as that's her business. We're then going to go into her topic of choice, uh, which is why it's important to have a connection with your photographer, uh, before we then finish off with some quick-fire questions, where you get down to the nitty-gritty and you find out exactly what you need to go know to plan the perfect wedding day.
1: That's exactly right. It's not a particularly complicated uh, premise, uh, but we like to tell you what you're getting yourself in for. So... Uh, that brings us to me introducing our very special guest, Sadie Osborne. Hey. How are you, Sadie?
0: I'm spiffing today. You're
1: spiffing. Yes. I'm what happy. wonderful choice of work. Now, Sadie is uh, one of my very favourite photographers uh, down here in Dorset uh, because, and I think it's because she has so much passion for her work. I mean, um, so Sadie, tell me a bit about your business.
0: Oh God, Chris, where do I start? Where do you start with photography? Well, a bit about me. I guess I've been doing photography for about about five years now, as in it's a business. But obviously, since 2007, that's when I first found photography in a good old darkroom with 35mm film. That's where the passion started. I just got addicted to the fact that you could capture certain memories and freeze them in time. But then also, you could give those results to to people, and you could I don't know you could kind of bring emotion out. So you can make people happy, you can make them sad, you could make them really think about something. And it's that whole premise of that type of photography that I like to bring into wedding photography, because I think it fits absolutely perfect. In fact, you can make someone think about their day that they had, I don't know five, ten, fifteen years ago, and you can they could look at a photo and they could they could cry, they could just be so happy because they're literally transported back to that moment. That's why we do it. That's why I love it.:
1: Well, I think you've just seen instantly what I was talking about when I said about passion, uh yeah. That's such a beautiful kind of gift you are giving people. And obviously they have to pay for it, right? But unfortunately, uh, well, it would be nice to do it uh, for free. But uh, yeah, was um, is is, um, is there a particular name for the style that you have? I
0: think? It's a difficult one. I mean, when I studied photojournalism and documentary style photography through education, and I guess that's the, the closest thing you could put to a word to it. Mm i like to, you know, bring up my own word for it. I could call it, you know, Sadie style. But I think photojournalistic is probably the best way to describe that type of style.
2: Okay. Um, what what does what does that mean? I mean, that's just... It, I suppose for some people that's just a word, isn't it? Like, um, it's just a technical term for some people. So can you sort of just expand on that a bit as to what it means? Yeah.
0: yeah sure I can. Yeah, um, obviously... Photojournalism and documentary is very much a similar, similar style. It's the type of style you see, say, like news reporters using and, and stuff. When people are basically photographing stories, you get a lot of people. I mean, the most common one is, is when people go to, say, war zones and they're, they're documenting the life that is going on in that certain area to show the people back at home what's happening. So it's, it's, it's basically, it's a storytelling. That's the easiest way to put it. That's what we're going to put out.
1: So, photojournalism, storytelling, um, and just essentially telling it exactly like it is, without trying to. Would I be right in saying that you're probably not a huge fan of group shots or organised group shots? Does that mean?
0: Um, I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan. I mean, I always believe, heavily believe actually, that they should be in there. Mm -hmm. Reason being is is that i mean they don't need to take a long time like i always do 20 minutes max that is it but i feel they need to be in there because you've got a lot of different generations at weddings and when they got married the style back then was pretty much all group shots like i've looked through my mum's album my grandparents album they're all group shots and i feel there's the people at weddings that they're kind of looking for that and i think you do need to cater to that I mean, but they don't need to take like hours The 20 minutes done
1: yeah i mean I, I i can't say i disagree with that i mean i've been to weddings where they allotted three hours for the drinks reception and photos, which was kind of fine for me because I got kind of booked to perform during that entire period. So that's f- fine from my point of view. Uh, but you know, for guests, it's just not very much fun just being involved in maybe three photos across a three-hour period or something like that. So,
2: so would you would you say that uh, that the kind of the group shot style of photography is starting to go out of fashion then it, it, uh, in this day and age? Um,
0: yeah, I, I do definitely definitely yeah. Uh think that is happening not not the fact because it's it's not wanted it's just there's a lot of a lot of my clients that I find a lot of people that are looking obviously within photography do really like the the more natural organic candid kind of emotions that are kind of unrolling if say through the wedding and in group shots because they're very flat I'm going to call it you don't get a lot of emotion through but then saying that like it is up to the photographer to kind of jazz that up a little bit so what me personally, I do kind of, when I'm working with group shots, I'm doing family stuff, like if I've got a family, I might ask them, obviously I'll do one where they're just looking at me, but I might do one where they have a little chat together. So it's kind of, you know, like mum, dad, like brothers and sisters and stuff like that. So that kind of brings a little bit more oomph to the photo.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think uh, from from my experience of kind of the, the group shots and kind of how it's evolved in the time that I've been involved with weddings, it definitely seems to be on the decline. And I think that... Well, I think group shots are important and they have to be there because um, I think you want to say, look, this was everyone that was at the wedding, so you absolutely, categorically, guaranteed everyone was in that photo. So you know everyone was there on the day, um, but you know twenty minutes max, like you say, because I think that there's there's nothing more like jarring or unnatural than someone coming up to you, putting a photo, like a camera in your face, and saying, "Act natural now. Will I take this photo?" Um, for, like, the little group shots or whatever, because it, people in group shots very rarely are being themselves go, because they're very, very conscious of how they're going to be seen in that photo a bit later on. Whereas when you're going around kind of documentary style or kind of ninja style or whatever you want to call it, um, and kind of getting those candid photos, those are the ones where people are 100% being themselves, um, and those are the ones that are going to show the best emotion, right? Definitely,
0: definitely agree. I mean, group shots, like is, like I've said before, they're very flat. So you don't get a lot of depth within a photo. But when obviously you're taking natural photos of people where they don't really know you're taking it, that's when you can really capture a true personality of someone because they're just being themselves, 100% themselves.
2: My grandparents recently had their 60th wedding anniversary uh, and we were all invited to go there. And there were three people, I think it was three, maybe four people who were at the original wedding. Um, and obviously they had the big group shot and I think it was really nice to be able to look back on it and, and see those photos from 60 years ago and see where they are now. So you can kind of pick those people out and things. But so I think it's something that still needs to be there, but I agree. It is a very flat process. You know, the, the other shots where perhaps they were a little bit more documentary style, um, are much better. Um, but I think they, it's a, it's an essential part to the day, those kind of group shots for sure. But I think yeah, they uh, they are definitely on the decline. I, I like
0: totally agree with you with that, like that's why, because there's a lot of photographers in my kind of genre, I'm going to call it, that um, they kind of steer away from group shots because it's quite a big thing going in front of a big group of people or people you don't know and then organising them. So it kind of takes a lot of communication skill as well and also to be comfortable. Um, so a lot of people steer away from it but like i like i agree with you like i do think it's very important i always stress to my clients to have it done but i always say the deal is it's 20 minutes max just because they're kind of like a factual record of the day so just like you said like i don't know in 10 20 years to like to come if you reenact the group or like had like a wedding anniversary it's kind of there it's like a basically like a, a document in time
1: yeah i I think we're all in complete agreement about that which is really nice. Now I'm not entirely sure how to word this exactly but uh, I'm not going to say you're a diva about this in any way shape or form but would you say that you're definitely the right uh, sort of photographer for some people then equally you'd say that some people you're just not the right photographer for them. Would you say that's true?
0: I would say that's true. I mean it's I get this a lot at wedding fairs and obviously when you meet people I find there is a photographer for everyone. I I would openly say I'm not, I would never say to someone you need to stop there, I'm the best photographer for you, you don't look anywhere else because I believe that is wrong. I mean I don't know if this comes from my history of photography as an art form or obviously my kind of deep passion for photography but when it comes to clients matching with photographers they always should take the time to look around. Because like it is so important to have a good connection with your photographer, I would hate to say to someone, "You need to stick with me because I'm the best photographer in the world." Because that's not true. Like I might not be the best photographer for them. I'm very very lucky that I get the type of clients that I get, and I think it's because we just click. We just we're, we're everything. We're on the same wavelength. Like we get along, and a lot of um, my clients they become friends. Like I've made a lot of friendships through my business that I hold dear. And I think, like I say, it's so important to find the right photographer and I'd never say to someone, you need to be with me if I didn't truly believe that I could give them what they wanted.
1: Okay, that kind of leads us quite nicely into today's topic of choice uh, about uh, uh, the importance of having a connection with your photographers. You've just kind of literally said how important it is to you. follow-up questions obviously instantly got to be why is it so important to have a connection with your photographer
0: god this is the the top thing in my whole business ethos this is like the the number one is having a good connection mm-hmm. it is so 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 important to do so like for photographer and for client reason being I i'll I explain why
1: please do i will
0: yes <laughs> it's just it if you have a good connection with your photographer you will be yourself that's the main kind of overall gist of it it's you need to find someone that you think you could think of as a friend like yeah i'm gonna i could get on with them yeah we could go we could go for a cup of coffee we could have a chat we could do anything because if you are yourself and you are comfortable then your relationship that you and your partner have will have space to come out and therefore if it has space to come out and it's kind of like a bubble around you i'm going to call it me on the other side being the photographer I can document that. Like, it's it's very hard to, if you don't have a good connection with your client or your photographer, that to get who you truly are out for them, the photographer, to photograph it. And obviously, the style that I am, which is very, obviously, like, photojournalistic, I work very, I'm going to say very quietly, but not quietly. So I'm seeking something from my subjects I have. And it's not... If they're staring at me or I'm not going to pose them, I want a certain energy, I want a certain feeling that's going to come out, that's going to, I'm going to react with, and therefore I take the photo. And that comes if you have a good connection, because if they trust you, they trust you 110%, that they trust you that you love photography and that you basically love their love story, that's going to come out because they're going to be totally relaxed and therefore I can feel these energies, feel this this pull from them, this kind of relationship that's bubbling out of them. And I can capture that, so that and that's the most truest form of emotion you can get. So I'm getting real passionate about this, um, and that's obviously where it comes from, like documentary, and that's how you capture that true emotion in that picture.
1: I've nearly got a tear in my eyes. <laughs> uh, but it's just uh, I said about her being passionate when I did the introduction, and I think you're kind of seeing that uh, or hearing that coming across uh, right now. So. But I'll be right in saying that you know, there are some clients you speak to and if you started talking about that sort of thing, they just have this strange kind of glazed look that comes over their face and they go stony face and they've got no idea what you're talking about whatsoever and at that point you're going to go, no, this isn't someone who gets me as a photographer.
0: Yeah, that, is, that does happen to me. Like sometimes, like I've done a couple of wedding fairs and I will start... Obviously, like going on about this sort of stuff, like and obviously, and the passion will come out, and you and you can tell what people connect with it, and you can tell people that don't connect with it. But I I think that's completely fine. Uh, You're never going to have every single person who's going to get you. They're not going to be on the same wavelength. They're not going to be riding the same wave. But it's do you know what the beauty of that is? That's fine because I would like I said before, I'd never want to have that person with me because I couldn't give them what they desired.
1: I guess some people just come up to you and go, yeah, just actually, want someone to take a few photos, actually, thanks, mate. Uh, And that's that's cool, because that's what they want. Yeah, that's cool. Um, Yeah, but that's not what you provide. You provide energy and light and love. Yes, the light.
0: Light Light is, that is also number one.
1: You can't have two number ones. 1.5? No, 0.5. So both make
0: one. They're
1: both joint first, and they can't? Yes.
2: Okay. Can't have a joint first. That doesn't that's that's not allowed. Cheating. Um everyone's I a think winner. Everyone's a winner, fair enough. I think um I mean I can hear the passion coming through. I've not met you before, Sadie, but I can tell instantly that you're very, very passionate about this. And I think it's something that is very important because you are the person that they will be with all day. You know, from the start of the when they start putting the makeup on and they start getting dressed and changed and ready for the day all the way through to the first dance and even beyond that sometimes and you need to make sure you have that connection with that person because they are going to be there all day and they are going to be an integral part to the wedding day
1: I I agree entirely it it kind of uh, links in a little bit with uh, something we had in one of our podcasts a few weeks ago uh, sorry a few days ago um, which was uh, Kirsten Sarah Makeup artist. whose her topic of conversation was about booking friends uh, to be your wedding suppliers um, now I guess it kind of happens in reverse with you because I think that obviously as a, as a friend of yours myself, I see that you get booked by uh, couples for your for their weddings, uh, and then from that point on so you then slowly become kind of firm friends, and then they you actually build so you're kind of doing it in reverse. So by the time you've built that kind of friendship with them, does that then put an extra pressure on you because you're there? They're then a friend of yours or does that take it away because you understand them that well?
0: You know what, you would think it would add an extra pressure but actually it takes the pressure away because that obviously that connection is made um, not just for them but also for me as well so I have a connection with them and then it kind of like it's like having like a power up <laughs> <laughs> like I'm in some sort of game, and um, it just kind of brings it because I'm. It makes me extremely happy. And then when I'm at that wedding, I'm like, oh my god! Like, like I'm the one that's photographing their wedding. Like I love this. Like I'm on a total high. And obviously, like it's it's just it's like I'm supercharged.
1: So it's like you've had like a, a Mario one-up yes. mushroom.
0: That is it. definitely that supercharged. Because another thing I'm gonna say is that obviously when you've got such a deep connection with a client, like as a photographer, like I'm sure other photographers uh, feel the same way, you feel extremely humbled to be the one that is actually photographing that day. Like if you think about it, you've got someone's wedding day, one of the most important days of their life, you've got all these guests and you've got all the photographers in the world that they could have chosen but they decided to choose you. You're the only person that is visually telling that story of that day. And a lot of photographers get scared of that pressure. But actually, you should turn that pressure into being grateful, being humble, because you're the only one telling that. It's your vision. That is your vision telling that day. And that is just, uh, it's, it's, it's beautiful for a photographer to feel that. And that's where, obviously, the good connection comes in. Supercharged, Mario.
2: I think <coughs> touched on something, excuse me, uh, you touched on something there uh, about your photo it's your style it you're the photographer so you're kind of using your style to capture the day so i think you know the fact that you have that connection with the the bride and groom means that they know what they're getting um and they're happy that you are going to be capturing it how they want it to be done because you have the connection and you know what they they want and you're able to capture it your way using uh, their kind of uh, vision of their day, if that makes sense. I don't think it does actually. Now I hear it uh, back. It does but make sense. Yes, that makes sense.
0: <laughs> it does make sense because a lot of it, actually, what you're kind of describing is what you get from the like the element of trust. So obviously, when you're building a relationship with a client, like it's not just the wedding day. Like that's kind of the the icing on the cake. Like it's all the the other like the other layers of the cake that happens if you're you're constantly building trust between each other so in the end of it you become like a team so they get your vision and then they trust you 100% that whatever you do you do it with 100% passion and for them and then vice versa I learn their vision what they like what they don't like because we have such a close relationship it's easy to kind of shoot those kind of I'm going to call them secret energy waves of like kind of what what we want between us it just ha- it just kind of unfolds naturally like a friendship it's easy it's just like a friendship
1: and why wouldn't you want that sort of energy and friendship between you know, not just photographers, I guess, but all suppliers? I mean, I've always found that um, as a as a magician, when I'm performing at a wedding where I've uh, had, had more opportunity to speak to clients and kind of get to know them and chat on the phone a bit or whatever it might be, um, those are the ones that I always find I look forward to a little bit more. Uh, and when I'm there, um, I feel like I'm their kind of person. I feel like they're my kind of people. And then, you know, by proxy the people who are at their wedding end up being my kind of person or my kind of people uh, and it just kind of all flows nicely and it's a sort of wedding that when it comes to the end of my performance um i really don't feel like i want to leave it's like well I, can we do this all again next week right
2: yeah absolutely and that's it's something that i do as well as i get time spend the time to make sure i get to know the people that are booking me because i know that uh, much like sadie's been saying if you don't have a connection with any of your suppliers let alone just the photographer, it you're not going to get the most out of that supplier Whether it's a magician, a photographer A florist, whoever it is You need to make sure you have that connection So that you you can trust them To do the best for your wedding day
0: Definitely
2: Yeah, I
1: completely agree with that wholeheartedly I mean I I, I think the, the bottom line is If we're going to kind of wrap this up now And you can completely disagree so I can carry on further But the bottom line is that You're planning on doing your wedding day just at one time And you want to be getting the most out of every single supplier possible. And it's really important that your suppliers understand your needs and your wants for your day so that when it comes to it, they can absolutely nail it because they know you um, and they want to provide that level of service to you. So, I mean, for me, that seems like why a connection is that important, not just with, with photography, although I would probably say that's the biggest one, but with the rest of your suppliers as well.
2: Absolutely. Can't agree with that anymore.
0: I agree.
1: Good. (laughs) Jack said absolutely as well. I think we should play absolutely bingo. Absolutely absolutely bingo on the next episode, everyone. We'll get your scorecards ready for a printout.
2: Yeah, it is Um, uh, how I like to start my sentences, apparently, which I've only become aware of since we started recording the podcast. Um, So that is unfortunate.
1: Okay. So uh, what does that lead us to next, Jack?
2: It leads us to the quickfire questions. I the feel like this would be like questions. a pow, pow, pow or something, but um, we haven't got one. Edit,
1: edit edit, that in for the next episode. <laughs> uh, like I that. probably won't.
2: You probably won't,
1: but you know, it's, it's a nice thought. Uh, so, uh, Sadie, your quickfire questions. Uh, they're, they're really not that quickfire. Um, take your time. Um, <laughs> it's not quickfire, then. Yeah, no, oh. uh, so, uh, question number one, and I think I know the answer to this already, uh, your number one tip when booking your photographer.
0: Make
1: sure you have a good connection. Find that photographer who is just you can envision you'd be a mate. Cool. That was nice and simple. I didn't uh, see that one coming. Didn't see that one. <laughs> I've been totally blindsided <laughs> here. Uh, so next question: uh, your favourite wedding story.
0: Oh God, this is so. I was, uh, this question is very difficult because every wedding is 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 different and unique. Yeah, to, stop uh, that. I don't, I don't want to hear that. Uh, Come on, oh. just
1: just commit now. Right. Okay.
0: Okay back in 2015 I shot a wedding it was completely torrential downpour um, had a great bride and it, pretty much at the end of the wedding she saw this massive massive big puddle you know this because you've seen the picture and she said to me we are having, having a little chat and she was like I just want to get in it I just want to jump in it like you know like what I do it's been raining all day and I was like Sarah just, just go for it let me get my camera let's just do this and she did and she went in, and I've never seen someone so happy in, in my life Went in it, <laughs> done.
1: And, yeah, I literally just used one of those photos on a blog I just wrote. Uh, it's one of my very favourite uh, wedding photos, not just because it's an awesome photo, but also because it embraces the idea that rain doesn't ruin the wedding day. You know, it's not it's not what happens on on your wedding day that defines it, it's how you react to it. And, you know, that is the very embodiment of what you should do if any adversity strikes on your wedding day. So that's great. Uh Conversely, uh, worst wedding story, or the worst thing that's happened at a wedding, what
0: This is also hard because not a lot worse happens. Yeah. Um, I guess the only, like, nothing bad happens at all, like, weddings are great, but I think that one of the kind of uh, things I had recently is that we had, um, one of uh, the, uh, the bridesmaids' doggies went for a little wander and got a little bit lost, um, so me and one of the bridesmaids, um, we took about half an hour out and we were trying to find her. Um, so we went on a little bit of a search and hunt during the wedding. Um, unfortunately we didn't we didn't find her that in that time scale, but um, we came back to the wedding and then she got found. So that I guess it was a that's a, a worse but also a good.
1: Yeah. I, so was the bride and groom aware that the dog was missing or was it had to be kept secret from them? It
0: got kept on the download for a while. But then, then they found
1: out uh, if, if nothing else, that is like above and beyond the call of duty as a photographer, right?
0: <laughs> Lady of many talents
1: Nearly dog finder
0: Yes, dog finder
1: Dog finder I've done many
0: of the different talents in my day Dog finder, bouquet carrier Bag carrier That was a favourite
1: of mine There you go <laughs> uh, So next up we have your number one wedding planning tip And you can't have, get a connection with your supplier uh, because you've said that too many times now, so I'm going to be mean and not let you have that.
0: Okay, right. In that case, I know you're on a time scale, but I think take your time and be true to yourself. What you're passionate about is a person and what you want in your wedding, go for it. Think about you, think about what, you're, what you want and take your time when you're doing so. Don't be afraid. To say no to people Literally You do whatever you
1: want I think that's Be wonderful people. Be you, uh, you. What a wonderful thing And obviously that leads us to Finally our random question Of the week uh, So our random question Today is uh, Sadie, why do to you imagine That you're in a bakery And there's a whole selection Of <laughs> different cream cakes And snacks in front of you uh, You have one cake But this is the only cake You can eat for the whole Rest of your life You know that Not allowed any other cakes After you've chosen this one Which cake are you going to go for?
0: Why would you put me In that situation
1: Because <laughs> it's the random Question of the week oh, And the it's my chance To really be flat And uh...
0: Okay right Okay let's think about it. Tactically Tactically I'm not going to go For a, a really big cake Because I feel If I eat that All the time Every day It's quite a big quantity And if I do start To feel sick of it I'm not going to be able To finish it Okay tactical But I, I'm, I am fond of like You know those little Custard slices Yep Yeah I'm going to go for that Custard slice
1: A custard slice And, and I... it's
0: yellow And yellow is my favourite
1: Okay, and now uh, Jack, yours.
2: I have to disagree with Sadie. I'd have to pick the biggest one there. Without a shadow of a doubt, it's got to be the biggest one. It's um, no, not tactical. Yeah, tactically, I'd want the biggest one. I don't understand. <laughs> <No>. Um <laughs> uh, the biggest chocolateist chocolatey the biggest cho- I'll try and get I will get this out. The biggest chocolatiest one that they've got. That's the one I, that's what I'm having, without a shadow of a doubt.
1: Well on that bombshell. I think it's the uh, the end of the show. So, Jack, thanks so much for being Jack and all the things that you do. Sadie, thanks for coming along and being the most passionate person we've ever had on the show and will ever likely to have, I think. And thanks to me, I guess, for not
2: messing up too much. Cheers. Go well. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to Yes To I Do. Please remember to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram using the tag at Yes To I Do podcast.